Welcome to the podcast. I'm Rosa Coelho, your host, lifestyle entrepreneur, health coach, and speaker. I've gone from being in complete overwhelm, burning the candle at both ends, and watching my health, relationships, and business suffer, to creating a life with more joy, ease, and abundance. If you're ready to let go of the overwhelm, reclaim your health, and push past your comfort zone so that you can unleash your next level of success to create a greater impact, then sit back as we delve into conversations as well as bring on guests to share with you tools, knowledge, and real action steps to get you there. Listen in because you never know when you may hear something that changes everything. Hello, beautiful friend. I hope you're doing amazing. Welcome to another episode. Today, despite my chipper voice, we're actually talking about how to get out of a funk. And this is coming up because I don't know, like... I think we everything kind of goes in waves with us dealing with everything that the world is going through. And so, you know, you just have weeks where everyone seems to be doing really well. And then these weeks will come where where I will just notice that I'm getting more phone calls from friends or family that are really down and myself included. You know, we all go through those phases. And I think over the last year, it's it comes it does it comes in waves and So what I want to talk about today is like how to get out of this funk, like when you can literally feel yourself spiraling, you know, those times where like everything just feels negative and it's just so hard to switch the way you're feeling and you go from one one bad news story to another to the point where the world just kind of almost feels like it's closing in on you. However, even in those times, there is a lot of good in this world and I know that when we go down those spirals, it can feel like the world is just dark and it's hard to see the light. So how, how do you get out of those times? You know, you've noticed it's been going on for a few days and you're just not snapping out of it. So I'm not talking about like deep depression, nothing like that. This isn't any sort of um, medical advice in any terms. This is more, like I said, when you're spiraling for a few days um, and you're just like, oh, like I just, everything just feels negative and dark and you're not even that kind of person like you know normally you're you can see the light and you can see the positivity but you know we're dealing with a lot of heavy stuff so what can you do I have five five steps for you and even if one of these could be a tool that snaps you out of that funk then this will be so worth listening and sometimes you know one thing will work this time and then something else will work next time So the first thing I'm going to say is it's to get out of this funk. Sometimes it's actually the complete opposite of what we think we should be doing. So I know that when we get into these spirals, we can feel a bit like, you know, poor me and a little bit of the victim mentality. And even when we're not typically of a victim mentality, it's normal to occasionally have those thoughts. I'm not into this like being positive all the time and forcing it, but we also can't stay in that uh, victim state for long. It's not, it's not good for us or the people around us. So number one is if you are feeling this way, if you're feeling um, helpless, the way to get out of it is actually to help someone else. So I'm going to say that again, if you're feeling helpless or negative and, and just kind of down the way, uh, one way to get out of it is to help someone else. And I know this is so true for me. What it does is it takes that, um, kind of like that egocentric 
feeling that we have like that thinking about ourselves and how we're feeling and how down we are and how we can't get out of it to actually putting it out there like we actually it's so freeing to focus on someone else and what they need I know for me it could be something as simple if I'm really down I'll go down visit my mom maybe I'll mow her lawn maybe I'll do her dishes or just go for a walk with her because I know that that'll make her really happy. And so anything that you can do for someone else, it doesn't have to be anything major, just something that you know will make someone else happy is a great way to snap out of it. It really does. It just takes that attention, shifts you from you to them. And sometimes all you need is that little break, that little kind of, um, yeah, like that little, I, don't even want to use this term circuit breaker because it's reminding me of our current times. But, you know, it is a little bit of a circuit breaker so that you can then move forward and go, oh, okay, like you can catch your breath again and then get back to, you know, the way you are. So I find that one is super powerful. And again, it doesn't have to be something major. I'm not talking about saving the world, but literally doing one nice thing that will help someone else. So number two is saying no when you want to say no. Sometimes we say no because we're, you know, lazy or can't be bothered or that kind of thing. And we know that we should have said yes. But there are times when we say no, where we don't say no. And we knew we should have. We knew that whatever it was we were being asked to do wasn't in alignment. And a lot of the things, a lot of the things that we're dealing with right now with the current situation is you know, everyone has like so many different views. And sometimes someone will ask you to maybe hang out and spend some time. And you know that if you're in this funk and they think quite differently to you, that that's probably going to spiral you some more because you're not able to be authentically yourself in that moment. And so that's a situation where you need to say no, like, no, I'm not going to go. And saying no is something that is really challenging for many. And what I would say is, If you happen to say yes when you meant no, reflect on the why, reflect on the next time what you could have done differently. Sometimes we just need to be prepared with the no and practicing the no. It sounds silly, but practicing in a mirror, practicing out loud, just talking out loud is really helpful for, so when the situation comes up, it's actually familiar for your brain and you're able to get it out a lot, a lot stronger and a lot better. And you're not kind of caught off guard, but that's a really important one. And actually next week I'm going to actually, I'm not sure if I'm going to publish next week. We'll see. It is coming up though. Uh, an amazing interview, um, where we're going to be talking all about this and how to stop being a people pleaser and how to become authentically yourself. So I'm really excited to publish that interview for you. It's going to be absolutely golden. So in the meantime, okay, so learn to say no. If you weren't able to do it, don't be hard on yourself. However, reflect on the why and reflect on what you can do next time so that the no comes out. Like again, when we are in those situations doing or hanging out with someone that we knew we shouldn't be, it's not going to help our state whatsoever. If anything, it may just spiral us even further down. Number three is your words are key. So take out words like trying I'm trying. I'm whenever (laughs) it's just a word that I do my best to take out of my vocabulary. Whenever we say trying, if we reflect back, almost always it never gets done, whatever it is that we say we are trying to do. So, you know, I'm trying to exercise more. I'm trying to 
get to bed a little bit earlier. I'm trying, but we're not actually doing it. So our words are really powerful. And I think I've mentioned this before. I remember living with a flatmate years ago and they were every time they came home I'd be like how's your day and they'd be like oh I'm shattered I'm so exhausted and I remember I started using those words as well and surprisingly I started to feel tired every day after work and I was never like that and I realized oh my goodness I picked up this language and it's actually impacting me physically and so I took that language right out and it was we actually had a really good laugh over it because I told my flatmate that and she was like you know I think you're right I think for me it's just a habit as well and then I do feel tired after I've said it so our words are super powerful so I recommend taking out the words trying okay number four is move more, look for opportunities for movement. And I know when we're spiraling and we're down and out, it's just easy to kind of go into your own little world, your own little cave, whether it's, you know, your home or your office or wherever it is that you feel that you just want to be in. But getting out and moving, even just making sure that you're walking. Um, I know I've just got this Apple watch and if, I don't know if you, like if you have one, <laughs> I don't know if you're obsessed as I am, but I'm absolutely loving it. And the thing I love on it the most is it reminds you to stand every hour. And like most days I'm really good, but I do have a few days in the week where I'm a lot more computer heavy and I had no idea how long I would go without standing up. So it's like absolutely brilliant. And I'm noticing a big difference in my productivity when I do that. And, you know, as Tony Robbins has said, when you change your physiology, you actually change your state. It's actually proven that when you move your body physically, you you do 100% change your your mental state as well. So I know those are the times where we just have to tell ourselves to do something, go for it, and it just will make such an impact. So move your body, whether it's a slow walk, whether it's yoga, whether it's a workout, whatever it is for you that you feel like you can do, any form of movement is movement is going to be wonderful. Sometimes something as simple as like joint rotations, like rotating your arms and your neck and your shoulders, and even just like a movement like that can snap you out of a funky mood. It's just so powerful. Okay, number five is take the emotion out of the things that you need to get done. So often we think, oh, I, you know, I don't feel like doing that. I know I should do it, but I don't feel like doing it. Or I would, it, I just can't get out of this, off this sofa. I just need to keep, you know, I just want, need to watch one more YouTube video or one more show or whatever it is. And we know what we need to be doing it. We need, know that we need to be moving and getting work done or getting, getting things done because when you're when you're being active and proactive you do come out of the funk and this reminds me of Mel Robbins book if you haven't read her book it's phenomenal it's called the five the five second rule and basically she was in her 40s and she was in like a deep depression and she said she used to like hit the snooze button five six times she'd get out of bed late her husband would be so grumpy with her um then she would be rushing the kids to school she was always behind and she noticed that being this frazzled and behind right in the start of the day was really impacting her entire life and they were going through a lot of other troubles but this was just kind of exasperating everything and so one day she saw like a rocket ship, I think, launching into space and she saw that there was a countdown and she said to herself, okay, the next morning I'm going to do that. When an alarm clock goes off, I'm going to go five, four, three, two, one, and I'm just going to get up. 
And just that move has changed her life. One, because she went on to write a book about it. She even had a TV show and (laughs) she speaks at events and she's incredible, but she applied that to many other areas in her life and it was really powerful. And so often we're looking for like these magic answers, these magic solutions to things. And yet the answer is so simple. I'm not saying it's easy, but it's simple. I'm sure that first time she five, four, three, two, one herself out of bed, it wasn't easy, but it was simple. So the tools I'm giving you today are also simple. They're not hard. We don't have to apply all of them, but hopefully one of them will help you the next time that you feel like you're spiraling into that negative space. I know that they help me often. And so it doesn't mean that I don't spiral. It doesn't mean that I don't have those days either, but I'm definitely not in them for long. And that's the key. We're only human. We need to give ourselves grace. It's not knowing what to do. It will never, will not keep you out of a funk all the time. So it's not a matter of not going down. It's a matter of how, how long you stay there. And the point of this is to, to really help you to get out of it as quick as possible. So before it becomes, you know, something more serious, like falling into depression or, all, I mean, I don't want to list the whole, all the negative things that, <laughs> that will happen if we keep in these negative states, but you just want to make sure that you don't go there, that it is just like a little blip, a day or two, and then you can get yourself out of it with these tools. So I'll go over them one more time. One was um, helping someone else. It really just takes the attention away from you to them, and it's a great little circuit breaker. Number two is say no to the things you truly want to say no and know that you should say no because they're things that will actually not help you but really hinder you. So get strong in your nose. Number three is watch your words carefully. Take out words like trying. <laughs> Number four is change your physiology so that you can change your state. So move more, move frequently as often as you can. Um, And number five is take the emotion out of it. Apply that five second rule, five, four, three, two, one, getting this done, this small task, whatever it is. So friends, I hope that that has been of value to you, especially to the few people that I've spoken over the last week or so. It's just, it's been a heavy time for people and it will keep coming in waves and We really have to just help each other. And I truly love it when people reach out. I know that there's, we have to also guard our own energy, but we also need to take the time to listen to others when they need it. So it's really finding that balance and, um, and being there for each other. It's really important. Okay, friends, have a beautiful, beautiful week. And if you have a moment, please leave a review on iTunes. It really helps me so much in getting this podcast out. Um, So it means the world if you take a few minutes to do that. And I would so appreciate it. Stay tuned for that incredible interview that's coming up about becoming unapologetically yourself. I also have some more exciting things coming up. Uh, This week, I started with a new client, which was so much fun. I love all my clients. I adore them. But whenever you start someone new it's always just so exciting because you just know the potential and years later of health coaching and training that never gets old for me I just love it so that was a lot of fun so stay tuned for some brilliant things coming up ahead and have a good one thank you so much for listening in today I know time is precious and I'm grateful you shared yours with me it would mean the world to me if you felt an impact a moment of inspiration or learned something new If you would share it with those you care about and leave me a review on iTunes, I'd love to know what spoke to you or what you'd like to hear more of. Your sharing and leaving a review would help so much on this journey to making an impact on as many people as possible. 
it's worth it. I know from experience, there are moments when something we hear has the possibility of changing everything.